Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining in with Love Talk with Kira, where we discuss the 50 ways to love, the do's and don'ts of dating in today's era, where we also discuss sex fetishes and going deeper. So stay tuned. Hi, and thanks for joining in with Love Talk with Kira, where we discuss the 50 ways of love, the do's and don'ts of dating in today's era, where we also discuss sex fetishes and going deeper. Today's episode is episode number 27, and I wanted to start off and say thank you everyone for joining in, and I'm super excited that we're continuing forward with all the episodes. Um, Super exciting and fun for me to do, so I appreciate all of you and your feedback and um, you staying loyal. And joining in every week. <laughs> okay, so today's episode is episode number 27, and it is going to be about fetishes. Okay, I always talk about fetishes as part of this discussion, right? So today we're going to actually discuss it. So fetishes. Now, many people have fetishes, and it is what it is. People like what they like, okay? Some people enjoy um like they see people's feet and and all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, you have really pretty feet. I've had that happen to me before. <laughs> and, and, and not with somebody that I was with either. It was just somebody that saw my feet and they had a fetish with feet and they were like, oh, you have really nice feet. And I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> and they're like, do you like foot massages? And I'm like, actually, I love foot massages. <laughs> But we're not together, so I don't know if I should be letting you give me one right now. But at the same time, I sat there and I thought, well, this is interesting. You know, there are so many people out there with fetishes. And um, how do you tell your partner um, or the person you're dating that you you have a fetish? And how do you explain it to them, you know, um, like without them... um, feeling awkward about it or odd you know some people can come across kind of creepy when they say it and some people can come across really sexy when they say it and you're like wow <laughs> okay you're like you like you oh you want to give me a massage okay let's do this <laughs> let's go let me go sit down and grab a chair let's do this you know um it depends it really depends on um you know who it is that's has the fetish and and your relationship to that person um and then because sometimes you know men and and women you can totally come across creepy if you say it in a tone to somebody that you don't really know okay so you have to consider that and make sure that you know your tone of voice isn't all creepified and and you're saying it to someone that you know okay if you just randomly say it to somebody I mean sure you can randomly walk up to someone and say yeah you have really beautiful feet but if you're like ooh, you have really beautiful feet I'd really like to massage them you know (laughs) to just somebody you just walked up to they might be like okay can you please step away (laughs) step away from my feet right now um (laughs) <laughs> but if you and I laugh about it because it's so funny sometimes when I when I discuss this with other people and we all get a big kick out of it because I mean it's serious but at the same time it's comical. Um, <laughs> if you go up to someone, you got to have fun with this stuff too. Okay, it's not all serious. Like no one can laugh and have a good time. So we have to have a good time when we're doing this. All right. Um, so think of it that way when you are um 
out and about and you, you somebody just walks up to you and says, ooh, I really like your feet, you know, and you're like, okay, step aside. You know, you don't want to do that. You want to... <laughs> You want to go up to someone if you have a fetish for feet and and you want you are walking up to someone you don't know and you notice their feet are fantastic. You know, walk up to them and be like, "Wow, you have amazing feet. You really take care of yourself, don't you?" And they're going to be like, "Absolutely. Yeah. So, thank you. That's really nice. You know, I can see you do well manicured and everything." Um, and they're appreciate that. And they're like, "Thanks." And they're like, "I give the best foot massage." And, uh, you know, if you ever, you know, if we ever go on a date, here's my number, <laughs> you know, I would love to give you a foot massage and, um, go from there. And it could be something funny, you know, and at the same time, they're like, oh, really? That's cool. You know? Yeah. Especially if you're in like a place like New York or, or, um, Chicago or San Francisco, where it's really challenging to meet people because there are so many people around and um, everyone's on a mission and they're focused on what's in front of them and no no one around them, okay? (laughs) To a certain degree, I should say, when you're dating, it's like it can be very challenging to to look over and have someone give you eye contact and and start a conversation. So you want to, um, you don't, you want to come off positive and not creepy. Um, it's all in the approach and how you, um, you know, you say it, how you voice what you're saying in your body language. Um, (laughs) it's very, actually very, very important. Um, with, especially women, if a man comes up just randomly and says something like that to you, it definitely matters how you say it. Okay. So if, if you find that you're you're one of those people that usually would be like, oh, you know, I, I love your feet, you know, and, and you think that um, <laughs> you need some practice because I would say you do, and I mean that in a sweet, you know, professional way, but you do. Go ahead and go into the mirror every single day and practice saying it the way I stated it before. Um, wow, you have really beautiful feet and where you look like you really take care of yourself and they're very well manicured. I love that shade of red on your toes, you know. Um, Go into the bathroom in front of the mirror and say that to yourself over and over and over and over again until it's a natural statement, okay? Then, not before then, after, okay? After you're done and it's just automatic, then go out in public and practice and do it on somebody, okay? And see what reaction you get. And you can give them your number. If we do go on a date, here's my number. Here's my name and number, okay? Um, I'd love to give you a massage. I love giving, I love um, a good foot massage. You can be a great giver and receiver, if you're not a good uh, receiver, then say, you know, I'm not the greatest receiver at them, but I love giving them. So you don't have to feel pressured into giving me one just because I gave you one. Okay. And that'll make her feel better too, or whoever it is, her or him, feel, you know, less pressure as far as having to give it back without, uh, you know, knowing you that well already. (laughs) 
Not everyone is good at giving foot massages. Some people are fantastic and some people are just really, they hurt. <laughs> you know, or they're, it's just weird. I don't know. It's just, it just depends. Um, but really consider what the tone is that you're, you're uh, presenting to someone and, and how you're saying it, what you're saying, how you're saying it, and your body language. All right. Now, if you have, so that's just about feet. Now, if you have other sex fetishes and um, they get more, become more sexual oriented, um, like some people like uh, bondage, okay? Um, if you're into that type of, of um, fetish, then that's something that you're going to want to bring up to your partner uh, fairly, you know, early on into the dating process because, and I say fairly early on because um, once you guys do start having sex and becoming intimate, you're going to want to know like what it is that they like to do, how you like to have sex, you know, what makes um, you tick, both of you. Both of you are going to have to communicate all these things to each other and, um, you know, and go from there. So if it's something that, um, that you really enjoy doing, you're going to need to find out if your partner's into that or not, or if they're willing to, to do that or even try it, even consider it. Because if they're not, um, you're going to have a lot of problems. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to last because they're going to think you're creepy regardless of if you are or not. And the fact that you have a fetish doesn't make you creepy. So it that is what that is. It's the way you say it and the way you perform it um, that makes it creepy or not, okay? Um, if there's any type of abuse involved, then it, that's not okay either. Um, or anything illegal, not okay either, okay? Just make that clear. Now, um... Go ahead and bring it up to your partner fairly on so that they know what it is that you're into. Um, and they can decide on their own if they're willing to do that or not. And you guys have that topic of discussion and and really take the time to um, to go a little bit deeper into it and and see where it leads. To see, you know, if, if your part you can tell if your partner is comfortable with sex or not by having a conversation like this because a lot of people aren't are very uncomfortable with talking about sex and you'll find out very quickly. Um that's in that's very good to know for you also when you're dating before you get into a relationship because you don't want to get into a relationship with someone when you're very sexually oriented and your partner is not at all and your partner knows nothing about themselves and they know nothing about sex and they don't understand anything um sure can you teach people certain things yes but the thing of it is is there's a reason why they are not sexually oriented and that doesn't make them a bad person i'm just saying it does not make them compatible with you on your level and we're not watching 50 shades of gray or 50 darker shades of gray or whatever it was. Okay, that's a movie. Um, could that happen? Sure. Does it happen in real life? You know, maybe 1%, you know, 5% of the human population. <laughs> okay, um, can, can you make something, you know, make your partner understand how it works and stuff like that? Sure. 
But if someone's never ever had sex before, they don't understand what sex is and they just don't understand their bodies or how it works and they've never had a partner before or, you know, or more than one partner or something like that, they, they don't understand, um, you know, what they like really because they don't have nothing to compare it with. So a lot of people are taught also to not... Uh, talk about sex, not to um, think about fetishes and they're all bad and, and um, has a lot to do with religious beliefs and the way they were brought up and everything and it is what it is. It's nothing, it doesn't make anyone bad or anything. I'm not judging anybody at all. It just is what it is. That's how it works. Um, now, that's why I say <clears throat> if you're someone that's extremely sexual and you want to be with somebody that's not that's not going to work because you're going to want to have sex all the time and they're going to be telling you no. And then you're going to end up with someone else like almost immediately because you're not getting it from your partner. That's how it works, everybody. It's not rocket science, okay? That will cause people to go cheat on you. And it's not your fault. It's it's not it's, – it's, they shouldn't be cheating, but at the same time, you guys shouldn't have gotten together and been in a relationship because you're not compatible. That's my point. You're not compatible. It's not going to last. Relationships like that do not last. That's why we have over 55% of divorce rate. Um, That's one of the reasons. That's why a lot of people go and cheat. Now, I've heard that um, a cheater's always a cheater. Okay? And honestly, that's not a true statement. Now, some, yes, some are. Some will always cheat because they have their own issue. And whoever's cheating, it's their own issue. And that's why they're cheating. Okay? Now, um, it's not the other person's fault at all. It's the person that's doing its decision to perform that act, and it's not appropriate in any way, so I'm not saying it is. Now, what I am saying is that that doesn't mean because they cheated on you doesn't mean they're going to cheat on someone else. You guys are not compatible at all as far as sexually, and they're cheating on you because of that. You're not giving them what they need and they're not giving you what you need. And so they go and find someone else that does. Um, This happens on a daily basis with couples. Um, Sexual um, compatibility is so important. There are so many people that, uh, so many um, wives, um, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever. It doesn't matter what sex you are that are not having sex with their partners for whatever reasons and so or they don't um they don't want to have sex the way their partner wants to have it or they're not enjoying the sex that they're having and they don't know how to voice that they don't understand like how to say I have a fetish honey and let's try this are you willing to try this and their their honey's like no I would never try that are you kidding me like what's the matter with you and that's what the conversation ends up like and they're like you're freaking crazy I'm not gonna do that you know, who do you think I am? You know, instead of, oh, you want to try that? I'm your, you know, your woman or your husband or your wife or your girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever. Um, okay, why not? Why don't we try this out? Let's see what happens. Instead of doing that and, and knowing that you're with that person and, well, let's see if this works or not. Um, and, and go little by little and say, you know, I, I've never done, if you haven't done something before and you want to try it on each other, I'm not talking about other people, bringing other people into the um, mix, okay? That is topic for later. Um, 
but with each other because you have to have that strong sexual compatibility with each other first before anybody would ever consider bringing anybody else into the picture. You've got to have compatibility with each other first. You can't bring other people in the picture because you know what is going to happen when you do that? They're going to go off with the other person. Either you are or they are. And you don't have a strong enough foundation to even bring someone else in yet because it's just that's just not how um, the, the minds work, okay? So if that's what you're wanting to do, then that's up to everyone to each is their own. Um, my thing is you got to want to be with your partner and, you know, solely, completely, without anyone else, not wanting anyone else around first. And um, make sure you guys are compatible as each other, you know. I don't want to share. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the same time, you have to really consider, you know, what it is that your partner is trying to communicate to you and see if you can handle it or not. But talk about it and see, you know, if you guys are compatible uh, with that, with whatever fetish that you may have. Um, some people like to, you know, let's talk about porn, okay? Some people like to watch porn, and that's a really um, huge topic of discussion for and a huge controversy um, for everyone. I think uh, it's very challenging for women to watch a porn because we're all taught that that's a sin, you know, or that's, um, it goes completely against your religious beliefs or it's bad or, you know, um, you're not supposed to do that. And how could you, and they're cheating on you if they're watching it and you're, you know, if your other half's watching it and stuff like that, um, it's a form of cheating. The thing of it is, is if, if you and your partner are not sexually compatible, then they are going to go watch that because that's what's turning them on. You're not turning them on. That is. Okay. And it's not the person that's in there that's turning them on. It's the act that there's that that's being performed in the porn that they are interested in. It has nothing to do with um, the person itself. They have no um, ties or um, thoughts about the actual person that's that's performing the act um it's just the act itself that is turning them on and they they can um mentally think about the act that's being performed and, and think about you doing it you know and like see your face or something doing it instead um which would turn them on the thing of it is is um people are sexual beings and they're gonna have sex and um, they can, you know, perform it on themselves. And if they have to, they will. But um, at the same time, they would rather do it with their partners. And their partners need to want to do it with them as well. And if you don't, then that's something you need to really consider. And maybe why are you together? It's, I mean, relationships aren't all about sex, but a lot of it is. And it's a big portion because um, it's healthy, you guys. <laughs> it's, it's healthy. It's super healthy to have sex and, and um, understand each other's bodies with your partner. It's, it's huge. It's a big deal. Um, it's important and to keep doing it too. You don't have to stop doing it because you turned a certain age. Um, you don't. You don't have to stop having sex with your partner because you turned a certain age. And I think a lot of people were raised to say, oh, I turned this age, so I'm not allowed to have sex anymore. That's it. We don't have sex anymore. I don't have sex anymore. Why should I? You know, there's different ways to have sex with your partner. 
And if you're not able to have sex a certain way anymore, then try try another way. You know, you guys, you love your partner. You, um, you both stimulate each other in so many ways. And you want to keep that connection, okay? It's healthy. It's healthy. Think of it that way. <laughs> as long as there's nothing... Um, illegal or painful, you know, if there's something that is painful, then absolutely voice that and say, I'm not doing this. It hurts, you know, and say that I'm not going to do that. And then they're like, okay, well that makes sense. So they don't want to hurt you. You know, your partner shouldn't want to hurt you. And if they want to hurt you, then that's something you need to consider too. That's their problem. And, um, you know, that's something to be discussed and you may want to talk to a therapist about that. Um, or they want, maybe should, because um, nobody should want to hurt their partner on purpose. <clears throat> um, if you tried something and it ended up hurting, then that's a different story. You, you need to voice your, what's happening when you're doing whatever it is that you're doing and trying and, and explain to your partner that, um, you know, no, I can't do this or I can't do this or this feels good and that doesn't. Um <clears throat> There was a post earlier uh, that a friend of mine had, and it had something to do with, um, oh, if you play an adult game with your partner, then that means that you go solo and that you end up solo um, or you end up by yourself. And um, I thought that was that sad. And I thought that's, uh, that's a horrible thing to think of. And, like, obviously something bad happened, but... I don't think that's true. I think people, it all depends on how you bring this, um, um, an adult game to the table, to your partner. Um, you don't just bust out with an adult game one day to your partner and say, here, honey, let's play this. Don't do it that way. That'll put you solo because if they don't like that, then they're going to be really defensive. And especially if it goes against their religion or like they're having a stuff like that, they're going to be like, what is this? You think I need to play this? And they'll leave and they'll call you some names and stuff. So that's not the way to do it. The way to do it is to talk to them first and say, honey, you know, are you interested in any adult games? You know, would you ever play an adult game or no? Or what do you think about that? How's it make you feel? Like if, if, we went to the adult store together and picked something out for us to to play together and have them go with you or if they're too embarrassed and they're like I can't go in there you know someone's gonna see me um you know (laughs) then that is what that is and you know talk about what it is that you may like Go online and check and see if there's something that you might like and, and point it out to your uh, significant other that way and say, what do you think about this? Would you would you consider trying this? This looks interesting. This looks fun. You know, um, and see what they say. And then you can go get it if you're not embarrassed or you can order it online and just have it shipped to you. And then you guys can and try it out that way and have a date night. Um, but you don't want to just randomly go and pick something out and bring it bring it to them and be like, hey, here's a game. You want to play this or let's play this and bust it out in front of them when they're not prepared for it and you have no idea like what mindset they're in, um, if they're going to feel um, disrespected by it immediately because that can cause all kinds of trauma 
and problems to a relationship. So that's my point. It's all done um, by like the way you present it to the person and um, the discussions you have before you do it. If you if you do it just randomly, like I said, and just bust out with the game, adult game, and they're like, what is this? Are you serious? You brought this over here? Like, I don't want to play this. Are you kidding me? Like, what are you thinking? I'm um, like, get out of my face. And like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You know, that's what you're going to get. <laughs> you're disgusting. You know, you disgusting human being. Get out of my face. You know, that's what they're going to do. And they're like, I don't want to talk to you. And they're, or they're going to tell you to leave. Um, that's the kind of attitude that you're going to get from someone. And, or you could discuss it with them where they're like, um, you go up to them and you're like, honey, would you be interested in, you know, an adult game? What about this one? You know, I looked online and I thought that this would be fun. Like I was reading this article about adult games and I thought that it would be kind of fun if we integrated it, it on our date night one day or something and it, just to try out, you know, and I know like we've never done something like this before, but I'm, I'm just curious and I thought it, it looked interesting and, um, I kind of just wanted to spice things up a little bit. And what do you think? You know, would you be interested or, or how does it make you feel? Um, you know, cause I'm curious as to how you feel about it also. And, um, I don't want to pressure you, but at the same time I thought it, it would be fun and, um, <laughs> and see what they say. And then once you do have the conversation and, and at the, you know, you may have that conversation a couple times before they actually say yes, because if they don't feel comfortable yet and say, okay, they don't feel comfortable, you're gonna be like, okay, honey, let's come back to this, okay? You're not comfortable right now, but it's something that I would be interested in coming back to. Is that okay with you? And they'll be like, sure, okay, we'll come back to it later. And then you come back to it another time. Well, in the meantime, you can present something else less, um, um, you know, uh, on the same level as whatever that game was and see if they would be interested in that or ask them, okay, would I want you to look through these also with me and you pick something out and let them pick something out that they would feel more comfortable with. And then you decide if you're willing to do that, you know, and then be like, okay, most likely you're going to because you're the one that was, you know, um, thinking about it in the first place. So <laughs> um, do it that way. Okay, and let them feel comfortable with it. You have to ease your way in to things like this or you're gonna get extreme negative response immediately. And they're gonna hate you and resent you and they're gonna be mad and disgusted and upset. And then they're, they, you know, some people smack people and I don't ever want anyone to smack anyone, but some people do it. So just be real careful, okay? You never know, I mean, <laughs> um, just be careful. and. If someone smacks you, you shouldn't be with them, okay? They shouldn't be smacking anybody. All right. <clears throat> um, and don't do it while you're drinking. Uh, that's another thing. Unless, you know, you've had one glass of wine or something like that or one cocktail. But don't, when you guys are really hammered or something like that, don't, don't get into stuff like that. If you've never gotten into it and discussed it before, don't do it while you're drinking. Do it when you're not, okay? Um, it's important. You're not going to get the same reaction. Some people may forget they even had the conversation. 
and then you bust out and bring some home and then they're like what the heck is this you know what are you doing and they're like what do you mean like we talked about this and i was like i don't know what you're talking about you know so don't do that <laughs> and that's important to remember too i always say talk about these things you know it it uh specific times um when it's calm and you don't have a bunch of distractions and you're not like obliviated or anything like that. So think about that, okay? It's all in your presentation and how you say it and your tone of voice and your body language. Those are things that I'm always going to um, explain. And make sure that you're talking to your partner and you're asking them, you know, if they're interested in a certain thing. And if they're not, then say, okay, would you be willing to check something out here? Take a look at this webpage. What do you like? What would you be interested in? And slowly integrate it in because some people don't, they're not interested or they've never seen a page like that before and they uh, they don't know how to react to it or respond. And they're like, oh my God, like you just showed me a picture of us and I don't know that I can um, look at that. Like, You know what I mean? So <laughs> if they've never seen it before, they it's going to be really challenging for them to just bust out and say, oh yeah, like this. Because they don't know. They don't have any clue. So you can't expect them to be all excited about it in the beginning, okay? Now, um, some people, on the other hand, some people might be like, oh yeah, let's do this, but they really don't want to, but they're just doing it because they like you and they think that that's gonna make you like them. But honestly, it's gonna be really bad because they're gonna hate it when they start doing it and they're gonna be, um, they're gonna end up resenting you because they did it and hated it. But really, that's their problem, and they shouldn't have said yes. So people, don't say yes. If you don't like something, you need to speak up and say no. That is all on you. You take responsibility for your own choices. If you say yes, then that's your choice. No one's forcing you to say yes. You did. So make sure you're you're saying yes to something that you really want to do. Um and if you don't want to do it, then say no, okay? And if you say if you say yes to something and you chill, totally can't stand it, I mean, you're, all kinds of feelings are going to, emotions and stuff will end up coming out later. And you might blame your partner for um, not liking it. And, oh, you made me do this and I can't stand it and I'm not doing it again. And, you know... Um, Stuff like that, but really, it, you were the one that said yes, so you can't ever blame anyone for it. And you, no one can ma- blame anyone for doing anything. Um, you have a choice. Every single person has a choice to do something. If you don't want to do it, then say no. Um, period. <laughs> say no. If you don't want to play a sex game and you don't, or you don't like the sex game or something like that that your partner is looking at, then say no. I don't like that. You don't have to say yes. And if there's something else you like, then bring it up to your partner. But there's there's many different ways that people can enjoy, um, you know, sex with one another. Fetishes are what they are, and it doesn't mean does it mean that um, everyone that has a fetish is going to go cheat on their partner because they don't perform their fetish for them? No, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't, and that's not what I'm saying either. What I'm saying is take it into consideration and decide if you really want to be with that person before you actually, you know, commit into a relationship with them. Because 
if there's something that they really want you to do and you really don't want to do it, then, um, you know, are you guys going to be compatible or not? And, um, it's something to consider. Um, I don't know. There's so many different factors concerning, um, you know, what people are thinking as far as, you know, fetishes and, and what they're going to uh, present to their partners and how they're going to do it. My, my key points specifically are be careful how you bring it uh, to your partner. Be careful how you present it to your partner, your tone um, of voice and your body language, okay? Those are key points. Always consider your partner and consider how they were brought up and raised, okay? You can't expect everyone to think the way you do because they're their own unique people. Everyone has a choice to perform the act or not. Um, everyone has a choice to say yes or no. Um, if you do say yes and you don't like it, then that's up to you. And say, I don't like it. I don't want to ever do this again. Okay, and your partner needs to be ready for that also, okay? If they do like it and they're like, let's do this again, then that's great. If you get a great foot massage, and in other words, and um, you want them to do it again, then that's fantastic. Then you have a partner for life that's going to allow you to get foot massages and they're going to be happy for life for giving them to you. <laughs> you know, so when you think of it that way, it can work out for everyone. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of it on a more positive note here. So consider that and remember, these are very, um, these are very, very touchy subjects for everyone when you talk about fetishes, okay? Um, there are so many different types of fetishes Some people like to use food with their, you know, with sex and you have to be careful with that because that can cause infections. If it gets into your orifices, certain foods can cause infections, certain foods won't, um, you have to be very careful though. Um, th there's a lot of different scenarios that can cause you to end up in the hospital. Now, I want to make sure that everyone understands that. Um, <laughs> if you're going to perform any sexual activities uh, from any uh, backside of any orifice, I'm going to explain it like that. Um, to be respectful to those that aren't used to listening to something like this it, from behind. Um, you can definitely end up in the hospital and come see us in radiology and go to straight to the ER and surgery to have it removed. Um, that area is a suction cup and anything that you do not have a hold of will suction cup right up into you and you will be in severe, severe pain. Um, and, and you may go into immediate surgery after you come into the emergency room. We x-ray you and then you end up in surgery where they have to get it removed, okay? Uh, people do things, they experiment sometimes um, that, you know, obviously it's not intentional uh, for that to happen to someone. And, and if it does, I wanna make sure that you feel comfortable enough that you need and make sure you do go to the emergency room, okay? I'm not saying don't go, you need to go because that's your life that's um, at stake at this point, okay? Very important. Um, I'm here to help you understand that you need to be safe about things, okay? Um, even soaps, like people 
will, you know, take showers together, okay? Some people have fetishes. They love taking showers together or having, a, you know, intercourse in the shower. The thing of it is, is you need to be very careful about what your soaps you're using and that can cause infections too. Um, different things like that can cause different reactions in different people and uh, your partner doesn't realize that. And, and men, especially men, uh, women have different orifices where they will get infections from it. And it, it's just part of how the body works. The body's like, this is a foreign substance in their body and it doesn't need to be here. So they get infections from it. Uh, so you have to be very, very cognizant about what types of lotions or, um, you know, any type of um, soap or anything like that um, that normally wouldn't be in anybody's body if it enters it um, at all, then you have to be very careful because it can cause infection also. Okay. It is what it is. Um, it, you know, certain things can be, uh, you know, can heighten the feelings and stuff like that, but you need to just be safe about it. Okay. So, um, if anybody ever, you know, has sex and they end up, you know, getting some type of infection, make sure you get to the doctor and get checked out. Okay. Don't not go. Um, and make sure you're cleaning yourself and, um, you know, make sure you guys are just checking yourselves and getting checked, um, you know, for STDs and stuff like that on, on an annual basis. And, um, you know, take care of yourselves, love yourself. Okay. That's very important. Very, very important to always love yourself. Take care of yourselves, respect your partners, uh, love your partners. Um, you know, don't judge your partners because they have a fetish. But talk to them, you know, early on, you know, in the dating um, scene and, and see, like, if you are compatible as far as that part is concerned. It's not doesn't mean you have to be having sex yet either. Just you're asking questions. And don't go too deep into the question. You go, you know, the more dates you get, the more you can, um, you know, have a deeper conversation. But you don't want to scare someone away either. And you have to find out, like, uh, what type of person they are and what they like, okay, and desire and need and everything. They may have a fetish and they don't realize it's a fetish, but who knows? You know, you don't find out until you communicate, right? And I always say communication is key to being happy, right? So think about that. Communication is key to being happy. Always remember that. Um, I'm going to leave it at that for tonight. So if you do have any fetishes, you know, make sure you're discussing them with your partner. And um, <laughs> remember the key points is it's all about the presentation, how you, uh, your tone of voice and... Um, your body language okay remember that all right everyone you guys have a super fantastic um, night day or morning depending on what country you're in and thanks for joining in with love talk with Kira and we'll talk soon okay